And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show coming to you live. And uh, we are uh, happy to be presenting today's coverage. Uh, Aaron, we've got uh, we've got U.S. Open talk. We've got Baylor news. In fact, Aaron, even though it kind of happened, I don't know, now that I'm thinking about it, was it last night or earlier mm-hmm. today? Um, let's, let's play some breaking news. Big enough. It is big enough. Um, Aaron, I'll let you do the honors. Aaron can step into the uh, newsroom. And Aaron, uh, on the Baylor front, some major breaking news for a player that will be on the roster next season. Jalen Bridges has decided to return to play for Baylor next year. He had entered his name in the NBA draft and had also entered the transfer portal, but he will be coming back to Baylor. He averaged 10.5 points, a little over 5.5 rebounds last year for the Bears and should be a major part of what looks like is going to be another great team for Scott Drew and his staff. All right, and uh, been in touch with uh, Scott today. Very uh, exciting news. In fact, Aaron, I um, I tried. To, I said, Scott, let's let's celebrate this today. And Scott is in a high level Baylor athletics retreat, and um, it's major, major stuff going on. And so that's all. Um, it's all happening as we speak. So, but uh, it does look like um, tomorrow that uh, John Jacobs will be joining us, and uh, so we're going to have a lot of excitement today. We have the um, and, and and Aaron, you know, just to finish that Bridges, I I like him so much. I like even more than the scoring that really picked up later in the season. He had 28 points in the Bears' uh, second-round loss to Creighton. I, I like the kind of the the dirty work he does. Offensive rebounds, blocks, defensive rebounds. I think there's some things he does in that area. Aaron, is it too much to ask, do you think Jalen Bridges scoring – 15 or 16 points a game is out of the realm. I I think he could do that. Does that sound too ambitious by me? No, actually, that was kind of what I was thinking. Like when when I read that he had decided to return, I was kind of thinking, man, I could see him easily scoring 15 points and averaging about seven or eight rebounds a game next year along with – you know, his excellent defense, and like you say, doing just kind of the dirty work. Ray J coming in, <clears throat> some of the guards, some of the defenders that are going to be part of this team, lots of guard play. All right, they're going to be pretty deep at guard. There'll be some young guards, but I do think you're right. I think Jalen could – he brings experience. I just did not want him going over to Australia – and I didn't understand 
what even he was looking at over there. And so I think it's a great sign for the Bears. It's a, it, it's a belief in Scott Drew and his staff. And Aaron, I think it's also a sign that the Bears probably stepped up and did some good things via NIL to make sure because, you know, one of the reasons you would go over to Australia is they, you know, other than koala bears and that Sydney Harbor they have and uh, saying G'day Mite, I mean, they, they, you know, they'll spend some money on players. Hey, Jalen, come over here. We'll pay you about a half million. All right. Jalen, we'll give you 250 How about 250K? And and the Bears, I don't think we're we're going to do anything quite that extra, you know, to that level. But I promise you, they probably are taking care of him on the NIL front. So kudos to our NIL people uh, are, that are running all that. It's a separate thing than the athletic department, but the athletic department obviously kind of knows who's involved, and and uh, they all kind of work hand in hand. Thank you, Jeremy Fudge. Um, um, you know, Kevin Cherry being one of those guys on that board, uh, our advisors, everybody that's part of that. Startup Waco, the whole thing. So all of that is good. Now, Aaron, before we get to what everybody's waiting for, 408 <laughs> every day, Stephanie's Sports Corner. You never know. She Some days she's real serious. Some days we just kind of have, we just rip it up and have a big time. The U.S. Open, Aaron, is going on, and Ricky Fowler had 10 birdies. Aaron, would you like to guess how many people have ever had 10 birdies in a U.S. Open round? I'm going to say three. None before today. Ricky Fowler made 10 birdies, and he finished eight under. Xander Shoffley went out, played his tail off, and finished eight under as well. Tied for third, Aaron. This is, this is, listen to this. And you can play a game of, like, who doesn't belong if you'd like. Okay. Bryson DeChambeau. He belongs. Scotty Scheffler from Highland Park. He belongs. Siwoo Kim. <clears throat> Good. Good player. He belongs. Paul Barjon. Paul Barjon, Aaron, don't, I, I mean, think about how much I love golf and cover golf. Not a big, don't really know much about Paul Barjon. Now, the reason I say Barjon, Aaron, is because he is a Frenchman. All right? And his best finish ever, Aaron, in a U.S. Open is an MC. Aaron, you know what that stands for? Miscut. Miscut. Okay. Well, you did know. <laughs> Only okay. because I do uh, daily fantasy on golf, which mm. also means I know a lot of obscure golfers, but I also had never heard of him. Yeah. Well, Aaron, he he went out on his back nine, and sometimes, you know, you start on the back nine. He goes birdie, bogey, par, birdie, 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 bogey, bogey, par. I mean, you know, he's kind of all over the place a little bit. And on his front nine, and again, I don't know exactly if he started on his front or the back, because sometimes they start on you know one or the other in the in these uh, in these tournaments. Birdie, birdie, birdie. Now this is I'm sorry. First hole uh, birdie, six hole birdie, eighth hole birdie, and then on the ninth 
he bogeyed. So he was a little bit all over the place, but still tremendous round in his tied for third. But he's kind of the name we don't totally recognize. All right. And then let me think of Stephanie, who like she would like to know about, because I'm looking at a lot. After that, several American players tied. Stephanie kind of likes to look at these international players. Oh, Stephanie will like this one. Phil Mickelson is tied for seventh place right now at two under. All right. And then now, Aaron, I got to figure out, I just finally updated my um, my U.S. Open app for the first time since last year's U.S. Open. And... I gotta get I gotta get it to where I'm live streaming these. Uh, oh no, this is featured holes. Anyway, I'll get this figured out and then we'll uh, we'll get on a roll here because I love I love these golf majors and I, I bet Stephanie does too. But you never know, you never know what Stephanie might have in store for us. Um, Aaron, you know what time it is. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Europe Services, Mission Golf Cars, Myatt Fuels, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, and Texas Cuisine. Aaron, I walked in yesterday to the office. Several of uh, the Mosley sponsors had been moved over to Stephanie Sports Corner. <laughs> <laughs> That is so not true. <laughs> she had been up there with a marker. No, 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 I mean, no, no, no. Oh. no, 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 no. Aaron Jim Turner now now sponsors <laughs> Stephanie Sports Corner. Apparently, no. judging by the board the other day, I just couldn't believe it. I don't know what oh. board you're looking at. <laughs> oh, she was in there racing some stuff. No, no. I talked to Mission Golf Cars today, and they're excited about some things. And uh, can you imagine how excited they are during the U.S. Open? Because that's when when people are watching these majors, they're thinking, hmm, I'd like to get one of these golf carts. I don't totally understand why people need these golf carts or golf cars, as they call them, in their neighborhoods. But they do. People love it. And I understand if I'm mission golf cars, I mean, they have not come to me asking for my marketing help, but I would be. I would be going to these like residential areas and doing like huge like like have a get all the kids together and have a fun outing um and then have a bunch of your cool mission golf cars out there because people love it's not about just playing golf anymore it's about getting around your different neighborhoods and if you're in one of those neighborhoods in Waco Woodway Hewitt, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying. People are driving these golf cars all around. Stephanie, do you do you think Mission appreciates me? They kind of do. giving them some tips and they that do. kind of thing? They do. Absolutely. Right. They do. Who is a I'd like to meet the owner over there. That just seems like a really cool place. I'd like to go I'd like to meet the owner of Mission Golf Cars and I'd like to go play golf with him. Well, next like time you're in town. Like whatever his favorite course is. Yeah, next yeah. time you're in town, I'll, I'll work on that for you. Definitely. See what you can do. Okay. See what you I can be the caddy because I don't golf. Now, are you, <laughs> are you, uh, are, are you, uh, Stephanie, do you root for the international players, the American players? Like, will there be a moment this weekend when you and Scott are hanging out where you're just like, hey, let's watch. 
Scott, let's watch some of the U.S. Open. Does that sound like something that might be on out at the uh, out at the the wood shop or whatever you can have? <laughs> out on the ranch? Uh, I, yeah. No, no. I am sorry to say, we are mm. not golf followers. Um, I just know. I, Aaron, I try. I don't even. What do we have next? What do we have next, Aaron? <laughs> we're skipping the segment today oh okay <laughs> we're going straight to campus <laughs> oh, oh man. I, I tried i mean uh i can't tell you this in my travels in the past years i was in hawaii for the mercedes classic golf tournament and i was at the ritz carlton and um i was in the lobby and in comes tiger Woods. here comes ernie Els, and i was like Oh, they look familiar. I had no idea who they were. I was like, gosh, they look familiar. But I was able to get their autographs and a picture. Um, and that was a long, long time ago. But that's about all I know about golf. I know there's a birdie and an eagle, and I just found out what par means. And I know what a hole-in-one is. So that's Aaron, all I know. That, what you just witnessed was the old school <laughs> humble brag, baby. Okay? That yeah, was I don't, a, I'm not really a golf was, person, but I have met Tiger. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I happen to be over in Hawaii for the Mercedes uh, Championship, just over there hanging out a little bit. Golly. Stephanie. What? You, I don't know. Sometimes you try to pretend to have had like kind of a hard scrabble, you know, um, you know, you've come from the streets, and I have next thing come you from know, <laughs> you're in Hawaii hanging with Tiger. I mean, yeah. if, depending on what point of Tiger's life that was, that could be that could be very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> on uh, right now, live at the uh, U.S. Open at the Los Angeles Country Club, there's a great player named Eric Cole, and he got in some mess. Leading up to and and he is struggling mightily. Okay, um, now Stephanie, I am yes. curious. What do I like? Have what today? on a on a day like today? Like what might have been kind of you know on your mind? What uh, what do you have for us? Well, you know, uh, yes, the U.S. Open is going on this weekend, but <laughs> <laughs> but this is starting on Saturday, June seventeenth, and that is Special Olympics World Games starting in Berlin. Okay, we have, there will be 7,000 athletes competing, open ceremony Saturday night. The torch left on June the 7th from Athens, Greece, and will arrive into the Berlin Stadium, uh, the Olympic Stadium, on Saturday, just in time for the opening ceremonies. Get this, there will be over 2,000 national and international media representatives from, from radio stations to television stations, that will be covering this. Well, I wanted to bring light to two U.S. Olympians who are going. Um, Amanda Leonard from Aurora. Aurora, I think that's how you say it, Colorado. She has Down syndrome. And you know that, my I have said before, my nephew's Down syndrome. She has uh, been to the Olympics before. And she has won 30 state-level state competition championships in swimming. She won a gold medal back in 2010 in the Special Olympics, and she's going back again this year to get another gold medal, she says, in swimming. So I thought that was really, really cool. And then the other person I wanted to bring a lot to was Jason Jefferson. He is from San Diego, California. He has won a total of 32 medals in 15 years of competing in Special Olympics. He won them in track and field. 
He was on the basketball team, bowling, and golf. And this year, he will be golfing and representing the USA in the Olympics in Berlin. And his dad is going to be his caddy. Now, here's the great thing about this story. Is his mother is a survivor, has just gone through chemo um, from breast cancer. And she's going to be able to to be there this weekend and the next two weeks at the Olympics. So it's a big family event for them, and they're all excited. And he is hoping for a gold as well. So so I will be watching him um, and Amanda to see how they do. And they both um, have, down, have some form of Down syndrome. So there you go. If you guys don't want to watch the U.S. Open or you want to switch over, um, I know that ESPN will be covering it at some point. I don't know if they're actually going to show the event, but they will bring light to uh, USA over in Berlin this weekend and next week. All right. Um, We will be checking that out. I wonder if we have anybody from Central Texas participating. Not not that you saw. No, not that I saw on the Special Olympics USA website because it lists all the events that USA will be competing in. Um, and, uh, the closest we had to, uh, central Texas was a couple of athletes up in Oklahoma who are competing in gymnastics. We can claim them. They can hear us up there. (laughs) Um, if you've ever competed or had a loved one in your family that's competed in the special Olympics, reach out to us. We'd love to highlight that. That's a good, that's a good one. Uh, in Berlin, the special Olympics, and, uh, Stephanie, that'll be this weekend, is that right? Correct. Um, starting okay. Saturday, this Saturday the 17th, it will go all the way through the 24th of June. And uh, just like the regular Olympics that we have, Special Olympics, it's the same, you know, open ceremony, entertainment, all that. And that will be Saturday night, June 17th. Okay. And I'm sure you can stream it, um, but I'm, I'm not sure where, but I can research that for you. Yeah, yeah, do that, do that, and uh, Stephanie, I appreciate it. I Thank appreciate you. it, and I do, I do want you and Scott to uh, to check in on the U.S. Open. I will. It is a, uh, it is an amazing test. Although today, the uh, course has yielded some low scores, and two, it's always interesting when like two big name golfers come out of the shoot that that well. And I don't know what the weather's going to be like this afternoon, but some folks are just now going to be teeing off during our show. Um, you know, like Rory is playing with Scheffler, and I think Hideki Matsuyama is in their deal. So because this is out on the West Coast, there is a chance for us to watch this in prime time this evening. So at like 7, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, we'll be watching U.S. Open golf. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just fun. That is so much fun. So, um, Stephanie, appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, and just right. thank you. And thank you for the pictures earlier today You're that you sent me <laughs> of uh, Master's College or Master's University. <laughs> and um, I tell you. It's I, a uh, real it college. Do, it does exist. It, well, you know, when I went to school there, it was called the Master's College. It has now grown, and it is now the Master's University. But I wanted to show you that it is a real school. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, now, do any centers attend? I'm that, sure. That? I'm sure a lot do. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Anyways, okay. y'all have a good evening and thank you. Well, thank you. You're I like welcome. it when Stephanie just kind of she does you? her own <laughs> departure. Yeah, I mean, it's just like. Well, it's I time, thought, isn't it time thought, for campus confidential? I thought, I'm looking at Aaron. I thought I was in. 
in charge of like when you got off the air. We can um, keep talking. No, no, no. Aaron is uh, Aaron's that. I mean, I appreciate you listening to the show every day, as you, <laughs> but that's that segment's at 440. Uh, we moved it? I thought it was at 420. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Aaron, play her off. Play her off the stage like they do at the Oscars. Can I give her the hook the like music. they do it yeah. at uh, Showtime at the Apollo? Yeah, just go walk over there and open the door for her. Just say, Stephanie. No, she'll, she knows our show. She listens very intently and uh, is a big backer of the uh, Mosley Show. Thank you, Stephanie. I'll talk to you soon. And there she goes, Stephanie, uh, Stephanie Sports Corner on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And next, we will kind of delve in to the U.S. Open. Also, Rangers fans, gather around. I was watching last night. Uh, it was really, really cool to see. couple things, one for the Angels, uh, one for the Rangers I, I want to comment on. And then, of course, as Stephanie talked about, we'll do some Campus Confidential at 440. That's all next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. It's Jeep season at Allen Samuels in Waco, and we've got all the options for you. Shop the greatest selection in Central Texas and get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with $5,500 in total values. Or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with total values up to $6,000. Or if that's not enough, get a 2023 Jeep Compass 10% off MSRP. That's right, plus an extra $500 bonus cash to first responders. Find the Jeep that's right for you at Allen Samuels in Waco. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct 
Enroll your weekend warrior in Hellberg Barbecue's Barbecue 101 class, Sunday, June 25th. Participants in Barbecue 101 will enjoy cold beverages, eat smoked meats, and talk all things brisket, from selecting one at the grocery store to slicing the finished product. Plus, you'll enjoy a tour of Hellberg's operation. Everyone will go home with some fresh swag, and a lucky few will win a valuable raffle item. Register online at hellbergbarbecue.com slash class before all the spots fill up. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And we're watching the U.S. Open, keeping you uh, up to date. Xander Shoffley and uh, Ricky Fowler went out and just ran away with it early on. I mean, both shot 62. Uh, Ricky, let me turn my feed down here so i don't get this on the air i'm over here watching this i got the usa network it's also on peacock but i've been watching this thing on usa um uh, kepka is on the course now and he's one over so he's kind of just hanging in there I, you sometimes the afternoon conditions things bake out a little bit they thought the sun was going to come out from what i can tell aaron i'll go change my glasses here in a minute to make sure but I, I don't see the sun. It still looks like some cloud cover at Los Angeles Country Club, LACC, where they're playing this thing. And um, uh, Shoffley and um, Xander Shoffley and Ricky Fowler. But the huge news today is Ricky Fowler made 10 birdies. Now, the guy I've got my eye on, and he just made a par to stay one under, is someone from the Live Tour, and that's Cam Smith. He's just he's he, he, Scheffler and him have kind of opposite issues. Scheffler from tee to green is the best. Like there's really no one close to Scheffler tee to green. Now when you get to the green, Cameron Smith just is at a whole different level. I mean it's kind of insane. Now Tony Finau, another great golfer, is one under. I'm telling you, as long as you don't blow up today. If you're seven or eight strokes off the lead today because the conditions will be rough and the pin locations and the USGA and the rough and everything, you're okay. You're okay. You don't want to be 12 strokes out, but if you're seven or eight strokes back after today, you're absolutely still in it. Um, And so we're kind of monitoring this thing, and I will tell you that um, Rory just made a big birdie so that's kind of exciting to see. You want to see how Rory plays uh, today. And uh, he is two under. Goodness gracious. Um, I, I'm just trying to think if that's just through two holes. or Anyway, uh, Rory is at two under. And then for people wanting to know some of the big names, Spieth has been, uh, is out there on the course right now and just birdied to get back to, I believe, one over. 
So we'll be keeping you up to date. But the the big story is um, Xander Shoffley and Fowler went out and just destroyed this course today. And this course is like – I love the course. I love the way it looks. I like Southern California. There's a lot of things about it I like. I mean, I just cannot believe what these two did to the course. It is remarkable. Now, Rangers last night, Aaron, you were watching this thing. They got back to their winning ways, and that was kind of fun to watch because they put Duran over there on first base. He's not used to being over there. He hit third. At some point, they're like in a 1-1 game. I'm watching this thing. It gets to the seventh. I want to credit um, the the Boers for coming in there and giving them two innings and hanging in there, hanging in there, and then they go back-to-back jacks. One was a two-run homer to get it to 3-1, and then they had a solo homer. I believe, Aaron, it was Simeon and Seager, right? Yes. Um, Simeon hits the two-run homer, and then Seager hits the solo shot, and that gets it to four to one. They eventually got it to six to one, and then the Angels with two outs made a little noise. Rangers, now Aaron, I, to- I never totally understand this. I guess when you warm up your closer for a possible save situation, and then it becomes a non-save situation, it's six to one. Do you? They decided to still get him some work and bring Will Smith in. Aaron, did you see where Shohei Otani put that ball in the bot in the top of the ninth last night? I didn't know. Um, I don't. I don't know. People watching this can text in if they'd like. I've never quite seen one up there where where he put it. I mean, I he's not the biggest dude in the world, and yet. His bat speed and power and everything is insane. It it was so far up there, Aaron. I just, again, has Aaron Judge hit one up there? I'm sure he has. Has Garcia? Probably so. But it was just up there at a kind of crazy route. Uh, it was a crazy amount. It was a crazy distance. I, I just could not believe how far it went up there. Now, Aaron, I wanted to, because um, I'm just kind of seeing this. Um, this is happening a little quicker than I realized. I knew it could happen. Uh, I'm still just sort of stunned at all this. But the guy who got me into radio is now um, 78 years old. I mean, he he had a huge role in my life, um, and his name is Norm Hitzkus. And anybody that grew up anywhere close to Dallas-Fort Worth knows who I'm talking about. Um, he announced just after 10.30 Thursday morning that he's retiring on Friday, June 23rd. His words were, I don't know how to say goodbye to you. I've thought about this for weeks now, and I don't know how to say goodbye to you. Today I am announcing my retirement. I want to assure you this is not health-related. So many of you have helped carry me through the last three years or so in which there were some serious health uh, minutes, but it's not health-related. He had uh, 
uh, he had bladder cancer in 2020. He went on to say, strangely, after telling my showmates yesterday morning and then telling must have been 70, 80 people in the staff room yesterday afternoon, I feel pretty content about this. He went on to say he will continue to write, start a podcast in September, travel with his wife, and occasionally return to the ticket as a special guest or as a temporary fill-in if needed. Um, this is kind of Mount Rushmore when it comes to sports radio in this part of the world. Um, our part, Central Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth, everything. And this is... Uh, this is huge news. I mean, for people that do what we do, um, the, the the time I got a call back when I was just a kid, dropped out of law school, and I got a call back from Norm, I, I, it was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Norm called up Dave Smith at the morning news and got me on at the morning news. Uh, and it's just, it's just kind of amazing uh to read this and see this and uh he is a uh he is a legend and uh will continue to be so and uh he has been hosting the show for years he did it by himself but he did it with donovan lewis since 2015 if you can believe that his run at the ticket has lasted more than 20 years after doing uh uh and then he also used to do i used to wake up to him at KLIF uh, every morning and my poor younger sister would be waking up and Aaron at, at uh, 7.30 or whatever time we were kind of getting going there in Kaufman, 7.15. Uh, that's what we were listening to, Norm Hitzkus on KLIF. Um, I guess that was, uh, at the time, I guess it was 5.70 a.m. Anyway, it was it was really the only sports radio and it was a huge deal but uh he's been a great friend over the years and so uh the news has broken and it's out there and uh think the world of him but i just felt like with that news being out there we certainly needed to comment on it um and aaron to me i I don't know i mean i don't think he ever wanted to walk away i mean uh so for him to do this is is I mean it should not be shocking for a seventy eight year old to retire, but it still feels kind of shocking, quite honestly. So, um, and I'll be interested, Aaron. I mean, I, I I don't know how Norm will do in the podcast world, which is a world I've lived in a little bit, and uh, have a podcast company and do a show with um, Ed Werder. But Aaron, I would imagine that uh, I'll be jumping on with Norm. Uh, at some point to do a little bit of uh, of podcasting, uh, but uh, and Aaron, you're someone who grew up loving radio, and obviously you knew that I'd done radio uh, for ten years with Randy Galloway, the very famous uh, radio guy in Dallas. Did Hitzkus? Did you grow up um, listening to him at any point? I'm sure he was on your radar. Absolutely, we've talked before about Randy Galloway. He was basically. You know, growing up listening to him and reading his columns, he was who I wanted to be. Uh, but Norm Hitchkiss was also very high up on that list. I've listened to both of them basically my entire life. And uh, 
I love Norm. He's great. One of the best to ever do it. And uh, he'll be missed in talk radio because he was really, really great, great at it. And there are a lot of people that are really popular in the space right now that really aren't. So I'm going to miss him. He, he went on to say, I'm so proud to be a part of what the ticket has built, a ratings dominator in a fantastic sports city. I shall so miss the daily rush of being on the air. But after 48 consecutive years on the air in Dallas doing sports talk. I mean, Aaron, think about that. 48 consecutive years. And by the way, he started at KERA, started at Channel 13. And then back in the day, Aaron, I think he kind of did some of that stuff, and Brad Sham may have done this too, where he would like be on that show that you could you that you could call a phone number to hear sports talk, <laughs> and like <laughs> uh, it would like be recorded or whatever. I think he did a little bit of that. Um, and yeah, pretty wild uh, to get this news today. Um, he said. It's time to move on to the next phase of my life, whatever that may be. All right, there he is. Um, uh, and and then when he left KLIF, Aaron, interestingly, you'll kind of like this story. It was Norm who told me when I was working at the ticket, he said, you know, you, they're not serious there. They're not serious about sports. And if you want to maintain your reputation, you won't work for the ticket. Aaron, about a month later, I don't I forget exactly what happened at KLIF. You know, they went away from sports talk. Mm-hmm. And Norm ended up on the ticket. And he was not happy. Not it was not in fact his his longtime producer used to be a guy named Dan Bennett. Now I do not care for Dan Bennett, but he that Dan Bennett's a pretty big name in the radio industry, but I, it, I just always remember that Norm telling me, "Don't go work for the ticket." Well, Aaron, what he was telling me was not to go work for the station that would become probably known as the greatest local sports talk show or, or station in the country. You know, <laughs> and I understand why he told me that. He did not think it was sports. And quite honestly, it's not. You know, it's more guy talk kind of stuff. Now, some people love it. Some people don't. Some of it's very, very funny. Some of it's completely juvenile. Guys have come and gone. But I did do my time at the ticket back in the day. Norm Hitzkus retires at the age of 78. Uh, Next, it is time for some Campus Confidential. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that can save you thousands. Give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're far feet away, McGregor. We treat you like family. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. 
The sandwiches are oven toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood. Cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. My house has a new Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, this is Matt Mosley. Uh, John Werner coming up at 5 o'clock today, and uh, John will have thoughts on uh, the big news that Jalen Bridges is returning to Baylor, and I'm excited about that. And uh, John and I will get to uh, to bandy that uh, about. There's some other things that uh, John will want to comment on, and I look forward to doing that. We'll do that about five o'clock or a little after five p.m. And uh, but next is Campus Confidential. And uh, Aaron, what's on your mind today? We will start with great news for Baylor men's basketball as forward Jalen Bridges has decided to return to the Bears squad next season. Bridges averaged 10.5 points, 5.6 rebounds per game last season after transferring 
from West Virginia and looks to be part of a loaded Baylor basketball squad for 2023. Yeah, I, uh, I'm glad that it's happened. Um, you know, I, I hope it's loaded. I don't know what to think about it. I mean, like, Kansas probably has more big names. Kansas State got some incredible transfers. I think Baylor's more of a I, – I, it's a little bit of a wild card. I think Jalen can step in and, you know, he can defend several positions. Uh, I mean, he can even – he could guard – he can he he can move his feet quick enough to to stay up with guards. He certainly has the length at six seven to keep up with some post players. He can hit the three. He's a versatile player. It's a big thing for the Bears. I don't know, Aaron. Like the, those guards, like Ray J from Toledo. I'm excited about him. The guy they got from VCU. Um, you know, I like him. I like him as a defender. The, uh, Miro Little coming in, Jacoby Walter. I, I would say the Bears would be one of the biggest wild cards in the Big 12. I, I, I would not be shocked if Baylor finishes the uh, season number five or six in the country, and I would also believe it if they finished unranked. I don't like to think about that, but I'm just saying there's some boomer bust to this roster. Now, the great thing is with Coach Jacobs and Peterson, Beard and the whole Nunes and Tweedy and Alvin, um, you know, it, it, and Scott, of course, and Jacobs, it, it just is an amazing coaching staff. With this, with, with, with this group, I, I think – the most likely ending is to for them to be about a, a five or six seed. And I think they'll be an extremely dangerous five or six seed. This won't be like a disappointing five or six seed. I just think this team's gonna it's gonna take some time and there's gonna be some bumps and bruises along the way. But I I trust this coaching staff and Bridges is a great keeper for this team. Like, if you ask me, and of course you'll say, oh, Mosley, you, you, now you can say that. But if I, if I had to, if you had to say, you know, you can keep uh, the youngster who just went to Houston, um, you know, if you, could, if you can keep him or you can keep Bridges, I'd probably choose Bridges because he just does more. You know, and and I, uh, man, that's a that's a that's a tough deal, but that's probably the way I would lean. All right, sir, what else do you have? A couple of Baylor football notes. First, Baylor outside linebacker Garmin Randolph has been reinstated to the football team after serving a suspension from early April. Randolph was suspended for the final three weeks of spring practices following his arrest for DWI on April second. Garmin. Started 11 of 13 games last year for Baylor. He made 43 tackles and tied for the team lead with four and a half sacks. Like it. 
I mean, I, I, I hope everything is okay, and he's gotten some things taken care of. Aaron, he's a, he is a monster player. This is a – this has got the NFL size and the NFL. I got the measurables, got the quickness, and and he he's probably the scariest player on the Baylor defense. But got to get the off-the-field stuff going. Got to, he's got to get that right, and he's got to take he's got to take advantage of this second chance. But uh, but good news, Aaron. I mean, I, I I think I think Bears fans have to be very excited about that. Absolutely, the Bears the Bears get Randolph back, but do lose defensive back AJ McCarty to the transfer portal. He ended the portal on Tuesday, and according to On Three, an article today, he will take a visit to Texas Tech this weekend. He played in 13 games for Baylor last year, finished with 37 tackles, and had a pick six. That pick six came against Texas Tech. Yeah, I don't, you know, that's a hard one to to know because Joey's our friend. Joey knows this player. I mean, this is awfully late in the game. Aaron, is this a graduate transfer? What is this? Like, why is he allowed to? Uh, to I mean, are we in a, are we in a portal? I, I feel like we're not even in a portal opening here. Yeah, no, he's a class of twenty twenty, so I I don't know. That's I was thinking the same thing. It's after the. Now he could have graduated. That's he true. Could be a yeah, graduate transfer. That's I think that's what and it if has to be. That's the case. It's, you know that's that's that can happen, but I don't even understand. I guess graduates can do it at any point. I mean, it seems like every time Aaron we go over the rules, like there's a new rule, right? I mean, there's. I was looking today as as players are waiting for the NCAA to clear them because they're they're not first time transfers. Their second time transfers in college basketball, right? And there were like forty of them, and the teams are waiting to get them cleared. Um, one of them's at West Virginia. In fact, I forget the name of the player, but there were forty players that are on their. This will be their third school, and they're waiting to get kind of their hardship or their waiver from the NCAA. More uh, not-so-good news for the Pac-12 as the Holiday Bowl has filed suit against the conference. They are suing the Pac-12 and the UC Regents for more than $3 million in losses suffered when UCLA pulled out of the 2021 Holiday Bowl less than six hours before kickoff against North Carolina State. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of the San Diego Bowl Game Association and the Tim Page complaint comes after nearly a a year and a half of negotiations between the Holiday Bowl and Pac-12 representatives were unable to resolve the dispute. I mean, Aaron, is that... Can you imagine getting sued by the Holiday Bowl? Any bowl. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I mean, that is really... And Aaron, you know, that Holiday Bowl has been, Baylor played in the Holiday Bowl in the Bryles era 
against UCLA. It used to be something BYU played in a lot. They had ties to the Holiday Bowl. But it is certainly a big West Coast type deal. Holiday Bowl was always in San Diego. And Aaron, tell me again, what is their beef with the Pac-12? How did the Pac-12, um, what, how, how will they try to, how will they need to be made whole? Well, the 2021 game, which was obviously during oh, the COVID yeah. pandemic, UCLA pulled out, ah. according to the article, about five hours before kickoff. So what the uh, Holiday Bowl did was last year, Oregon beat North Carolina 28-27 in the bowl. Well, they paid North Carolina, but withheld Oregon's payment pending the outcome of this situation with them uh, with them believing that the Pac-12 owes them $3 million from the UCLA cancellation. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's interesting. So, thank, Oregon, hope you all have a good time. We're going to take good care of you. <laughs> in, uh, we, we appreciate you all coming out. We enjoyed having you at the Holiday Bowl. We're not going to pay you a dime because you're in this conference. What I'd like to know, uh, Aaron, is like, did did Oregon know they were thinking about doing that? Did the Pac-12 know that they were going to do that when Oregon went out there to play? No, you would almost think that Oregon would have, the Pac-12 would have told Oregon to turn that bowl down if they were going to pull that stunt. Now, I say pull that stunt, I'm not saying – that they don't deserve to be sued, the Pac-12. But Oregon goes out there in good faith, you know, spends whatever money, flies out there, does its thing, and, it sh- and, it, and, it sh- and the uh, Holiday Bowl says, no, nah, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to work with you all on this. I believe they were still well, negotiating at that time, so they probably thought it would be resolved without a lawsuit, which obviously didn't happen. <laughs> Oh, that, that, I like that one, Aaron. That's very interesting to me. Okay, what else do you have? Well, the SEC released their 2024 football schedules yesterday evening, so we know what Texas and Texas A&M's full football schedules will be for that year. They are both brutal, but I was going to see who you thought had the tougher schedule as we go through them real quick. Now, okay. in addition to the regular SEC schedule, Texas A&M – will host Notre Dame in non-conference. They will also host LSU, Missouri, and Texas in conference opponents, and their road opponents are Auburn, Florida, Mississippi State, and South Carolina. They have the neutral site game at AT AT&T Stadium versus Arkansas. That is compared to Texas. The Texas football schedule for 2024, their out-of-conference game is on the road at Michigan. Then neutral site, obviously, versus Oklahoma at the Cotton Bowl, at Arkansas, host Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi State, at A&M, and finish up with Vanderbilt. And did, did, did you say, did Oklahoma, what, what's Oklahoma's relationship to Georgia in this thing? Is Georgia, is Georgia on their schedule, did you say, with OU? Uh, they're on Texas schedule. I, don't I think know they're, they're on Texas. Uh, they're not on OU's? I I would say I would say that Texas schedule is going to eat them alive. You brought up the Michigan and some things changed to make them go to Michigan. 
in 2024. And I, I just, I, the bottom line is, even though OU had a really down season last year, OU is built as a program. Uh, it, it's in their DNA to be able to compete, at least over the past 10, 15 years, at, at a higher level than the University of Texas. So almost any schedule you threw out to me, I would say Texas's schedule is tougher. But uh, Aaron, I well, here's a quick- I don't I don't know if Texas can win can get to six games. From what I can tell, now they did they did announce that La Ma Ma is going to be on his schedule. They needed another non conference game in 2024, and I think they got La Ma Ma uh, uh, Monroe. So they can they can beat Monroe. I don't know about the rest of their schedule. You were asking about Oklahoma, their their schedule for 2024. Temple and Tulane in non-conference, then Texas at the Cotton Bowl, at Auburn, at LSU, at Missouri, so three straight road games. Then they get home for nice, yeah, we, nice I don't think, Aaron, just so we know. Alabama. Yeah, just so we're clear. I, I think what what those things are, at this point, we don't know the order of these schedules. See, it's well, I got the, we know where the home and away games are. So I totally get what you're saying, but we will not know for a while what the order of these games are. I did the same thing. I was looking at it at one point, and I was like, wait, why does Texas have to play, or why does so-and-so have Six to play? Six straight road or, games. Yeah, yeah, no, that would make more make sense. sense. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't kind of like the NFL – we already know who a lot of these teams play at the end of the season. We just don't know like what order it's in. So all that we were learning about this SEC schedule is who's on their schedule, not the sequencing of that schedule. But still, it's you can tell who's got crazy hard schedules. All right, um, we do have the legendary Waco Trib writer John Warner on with us. That's next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Enroll your weekend warrior in Hellberg Barbecue's Barbecue 101 class, Sunday, June 25th. Participants in Barbecue 101 will enjoy cold beverages, eat smoked meats, and talk all things brisket, from selecting one at the grocery store to slicing the finished product. Plus, you'll enjoy a tour of Hellberg's operation. Everyone will go home with some fresh swag, and a lucky few will win a valuable raffle item. Register online at hellbergbarbecue.com slash class before all the spots fill up. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full line parts department with factory trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies, bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Chance Wilcox lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Hey, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, John Werner joining us now. He's a very versatile writer. You never know where he'll pop up. I mean, a man, uh, he'll cover some high school state titles. Uh, and then, of course, he'll, he'll uh, observe the, uh, the Bear situation with Jalen Bridges. John, surely you'll never give this up, right? Well, I'm getting pretty <laughs> old, Matt. As you know, I'm a senior citizen. <laughs> I've been that way for about a year, so uh yeah. What is senior citizen status? Is that is that I mean, is that sixty or is that sixty five? And by the way, when do you get movie discounts? I mean, I don't want to narrow it down too much if you don't want to give your age. I'm not opposed to that. But like well, the movie yeah. discounts happen at fifty or do you have to wait till like fifty five? I'm not sure, but I uh I know I'm getting them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm actually 66, so uh, 
Oh, I'm man. always considered 65 uh, senior citizen age, but you know some people might consider it earlier. But uh, I've I've always gone with that number. Uh that is really um, that's interesting. Uh, 60. That okay. I see. I for the longest time I always felt bad. You know, I'd call Marriott to book a reservation, and I would almost think about asking for the senior rate, and I'd be like, you know what? That's not you know that's not ethical. I can't do that. And uh, and then you hit the big five zero, and you kind of like you're like, I think I could do it now. Like I think <laughs> I might be able to ask for that rate. Would I still go with the athletic VIP rate? Did you ever? That's a good one. Did, have you tried that one out? Isn't that a great thing? Now, if they ever make you presu- present an athletic VIP card, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> but but the athletic VIP rate, John, that's a, that's one I've used all across this country. Boy, Matt, that's that's some good information there. I, I need to I need to go with that. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do, because uh, you you like to travel. You like to work out. Now, what do you do, John, when it gets really hot? Today in the Metroplex, by the way, the steamiest day in the history of the Metroplex. The dew point was 82, making it the most humid day in Metroplex history. When it gets hot in the summer, now I know, again, you're a young, young 66. But do you, you, like, go indoors and get on a treadmill or do you love the outdoors so much? Is it almost impossible for you not to go outside? And maybe you just do it late in the evening or early in the morning. Well, uh, I did get out and walk a couple miles this morning. I, I often go to ride my bike. Uh, you know, start at Brazosport East, and now the uh, I, I want to let people know the sidewalk under I thirty five is open so he can go to the Baylor campus now without being blocked off. So that that was a big uh big development in my life that happened last week. It it'd been closed for about three years. So uh no, I usually try to get up and ride my bike, you know, seven or eight miles. Uh you know, just uh, as early as I can. And uh mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's pretty oppressive out there right now. Yeah, you know, I had that bike accident, and um, and I thought Bryce was calling to like check on me, uh, Bryce Cherry, mm-hmm. and it turns out he was just he just thought kind of it was a good story idea, the uh, bike helmet safety, and he thought, well, I, I know I know a few guys have had some bad accidents. Why don't I talk to them? It was a good summer story for him. I'm laid up in the hospital, about to have this awful surgery, and Bryce is just. I mean, he's calling me in the hospital to inter- interview me. That's the only way I can get in the Waco trip, John, is to have a <laughs> death-defying accident where I break my neck and somehow walk away from it. I mean, it took me a while to get to walk in again, but anyway. Um, well, yeah, man, I'm just br- glad you were able to talk. Yeah, I mean, thank it, you. you know, that, that would have really blown Bryce's story. If I couldn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think there are people in my audience that wish maybe I would lose the ability to talk, but that's okay. That's okay. Now, John, what did you think about this uh, this Jalen Bridges news that popped up for the Bears? He decides not to go to Australia. I I, I wonder, John, how would it be interesting to know what kind of money he was being offered in the outback? 
I mean, that would have been interesting to know because the Bears are, you know, trying to get up to speed and do better in the NIL and all that kind of stuff. But, he, I mean, Australia, he was not going to go over there for the sights and sounds. Oh, let's go see Sydney Harbor. He was going to go for the cold, hard cash if he went to Australia, I would think. So, to me, the Bears perhaps stepped up and, and did some good NIL things. But, John, the biggest thing is I, I, it's great to have Bridges back for this team. I think that would have been a huge blow to not have Bridges back. Yeah, they uh, absolutely needed him to be back, and I think they pretty much expected that he would be. Uh, but, but yeah, he was their best defensive player last year on a team that wasn't very good defensively. I'd say that was probably Scott's worst defensive team in about 15 years or so. Uh, but he was there, you know, he let them in rebounding, let them in block shots. He could guard people. He was versatile guarding guys. But, yeah, and uh, to me, he's kind of a real glue guy on, on this team. Uh, I, I would say, you know, he's more of a scorer than Mark Vidal, but he's a tough guy and guard guys and rebound. So, yeah, and uh, I think one of uh, Scott and his staff's biggest goals this offseason was to get better defensive players. And, uh, you know, and obviously having Jalen back helps. Uh, you know, uh, uh, let's see, who else? Is it? They got Jaden Nunn. He's known for his defense from VCU. Yeah. Uh, Ray J. Dennis from Toledo. Uh, he got a lot of steals last year. I think they're going to be a lot better on the defensive end. That Jaden Nunn, Scott, when he was on recently, brought up Davion Mitchell and Mark Vidal in talking about him. And, I mean, he's not saying he's going to be those guys, but, boy, that John, that got me excited hearing him bring those people up. I mean, I, I don't know. In the Scott era, have there been – there's never been a better one-on-one defender than Davion. I, I don't think anyone no. honestly comes close to that. And Vital was kind of what you're talking about, glue guy. Uh, and our man Wainwright was a little bit like that, too. I, I, I sense that Jaden is not some kind of polished offensive player. I mean, I hope he's okay, but maybe a little more like Wainwright or somebody in that role or vital in that he's going to be willing to do the dirty work. And hopefully they have enough skill guys coming in that you don't need Jaden Nunn to be a big-time scorer. Yeah, I think you're right on that. I think they expect him to be you know, a defensive stopper back there. You know, they're bringing in guys like Jacoby Walker, Myro Little. Uh, I think those guys are really good offensive players, and they're counting on them to to be that. But, you know, they're freshmen, and, you know, who knows how good uh, they're going to be defensively. I mean, not everybody is Jeremy Sohan as a freshman defensively. I mean, he was kind of the exception. Most of them struggle a little bit. So, uh, so yeah, I think that he wanted a veteran uh, like, like I said, I think RJ is another good defensive player. Obviously, he can score a lot too. But uh, but yeah, I think that was a very intentional on Scott and his staff's part uh, that to improve their defense had to be a priority. Talking to John Werner, Waco Trib, on the Matt Mosley show. Uh, John, did you watch the SEC schedule announcement? I mean, that, that was leaking out yesterday. We had Chip Brown, who leaked some of those games out. But isn't that amazing where we are now? 
that a 2024 yeah. schedule would create that much excitement, traffic, and everything. And I do have to hand it to the SEC. That's a way better schedule than what the Big Ten put out there. They could not even find a rival for Penn State. I mean, think about Penn State, the storied program that is, and they did not choose to even give them a natural protected rival, John. They did Michigan, yeah. Ohio State. I mean, those are good games. When Penn State plays those teams and they did not protect Penn State on that. Meanwhile, SEC, I got to hand it to them. I mean, these are compelling stories, even though we're like two years away from any of this stuff even happening. Yeah, uh, I think they really uh, created some drama uh, the last couple of days with that. And, uh, I mean, was there any doubt that Texas was going to play A&M that first year? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but you know, in Georgia, Alabama, I mean, that, that's another great one. But, uh but, yeah, obviously it's great publicity for their league, and I think pretty much everybody wanted to see that Texas-Texas A&M rivalry uh, restart. And, uh, yeah, and I think it's great they're playing that first year. All right, and um, this news that's out there about um, – uh, and it's been – you know, I, I know you followed this and, and, and talked about it a little bit, but um, A.J. McCarty – Baylor defensive back uh, has gone in the transfer portal. And, you know, it made me think, well, has, has he graduated? I mean, are we in a portal window? I mean, John, just when you think it's safe and all the kids have gone home to visit and then they're going to bring them back for some summer workouts and, and get ready for the fall, uh, A.J. McCarty now going on visits, and apparently one of them is to Texas Tech the land of Joey McGuire, um, and had the pick six, by the way, last year against Texas Tech, uh, A.J. Yeah. McCarty did. John, what do we make of this? I mean, I I don't, you know, most of those DBs that left, I don't think there were that many of them that they were that upset about. But McCarty was a pretty good player. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of up and down last year. Uh, you mentioned the Tech game. You turned the interception for a touchdown. Uh, but I believe he only started a couple games. So, I mean, he was kind of in and out of the lineup. But, yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, this late in, in the summer, I mean, it's not late summer, but it's kind of late for the portal. But uh, I was really surprised that there's, you know, still some activity there. Uh, but, you know, that's just got to drive coaches nuts. Because, uh, you know, they they go through spring. They think they've got everything set. You know, maybe a couple weeks afterward there might be some portal activity. But I would think most of them would have everything pretty set, or they think they have it set, and then this happens. So, uh, so yeah, it's just uh, – well, it's just, you know, year-round now, portal. Uh, I mean, you just can't get away from it. And, you know, and I think it just – it's made coaching really much more difficult. Adonis McCarty Jr. Um, and and um, he just put it, I got to say, he put it right out there. And he put the tech thing next to it and just said, excited to announce that I've received an offer from Texas Tech University. And I think that's the first time everybody's like, wait, what's going on? What's, what's happening? Why is A.J. McCarty? I mean, again, John, we kind of move on to whatever's next and, we, we, we watch the portal closely 
in in basketball. We know baseball portal can open up pretty quickly, but the football is supposed to be put to bed right now. So yeah, very very interesting stuff. And uh, mm. John, I'm I'm kind of I'm I may be I'm I love Joey. He's a friend of mine, but I'm I'm starting to trend toward not having Joey on this off season. Like I'm I'm just <laughs> that that annoys me uh, that that uh, that he's gone after McCarty. Uh, John, I really uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, man, be careful on those morning walks. By the way, what did you think of the Columbus quarterback, uh, Schobel, the 2025 quarterback, uh, 6'5", 195? I got to say, that's kind of fun that he's committed to the Bears. Again, this is a long way away, but this is a big-time TCU legacy. Uncles, dad. I mean, this is is a major um, TCU legacy. So, I don't think I would write this in permanent marker that he's with the Bears, but um, still kind of fun because Matt Schobel, his dad was really good. And he played for the oh, Bengals yeah. for about four seasons and then went on to play for the Eagles. Uh, tremendous player, John. Really good tight end. Yeah. Uh, you know, he actually started his career at A&M as a quarterback and then he transferred to TCU. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously it's a long way. You know, it's a year and a half until the 24 or, yeah, 24 signees. Is that right? No, 25 signees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a 25 yeah. guy. So, uh, yeah. So that's a that's a long way off. And, you know, I, we'll, we'll see if it sticks because, you know, everything's just crazy now. Uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, if it sticks, that, that's a really good uh, – that's a really good recruit. I looked at his stats from last year and – they were phenomenal. I mean, just like 72% completion percentage, really good touchdowns to interceptions ratio. Uh, but, yeah, that that looks like a really, you know, a, a really good commitment right now, but, but we'll see. All right, John, great to visit with you. Really appreciate you doing this. I mean, a man for all seasons. You were out talking to Nikki the other day. You're all over Baylor. I mean, he just uh, I, I I appreciate it all, and I love reading the Waco Trib, and that's where you can read John Warner. Thank you, John. Hey, Matt, I'm still recovering from those 24 innings of state baseball at China Spring last week, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a nap. Coach Beckham on with the Mosley Show, and uh, right. and I appreciate you doing that because that was. That was yeoman's work right there uh, on a yeah. tight on tight deadlines. Thank you, thank you for your service, John. Okay, man. See you <laughs> okay, there he goes, John Warner, the venerable writer for the Waco Trib, ageless. I mean, he may have put a number out there, but John just—I mean, honestly—he looked—he looked like he does today, twenty-five years ago. That's—he's looked the same the whole time and it, that's clean living that's uh staying away from the alcohol it's a lot of hikes and then he's gotten better with his diet in recent years although still a little bit prone to some good barbecue all right another guy who takes good care of himself mike mcgraw baylor golf coach and golf historian let's talk some u.s open with mike mcgraw let's do it next this is espn central texas
Enroll your weekend warrior in Hellberg Barbecue's Barbecue 101 class, Sunday, June 25th. Participants in Barbecue 101 will enjoy cold beverages, eat smoked meats, and talk all things brisket, from selecting one at the grocery store to slicing the finished product. Plus, you'll enjoy a tour of Hellberg's operation. Everyone will go home with some fresh swag, and a lucky few will win a valuable raffle item. Register online at hellbergbarbecue.com slash class before all the spots fill up. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that can save you thousands. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're your BOA McGregor. We treat you like family. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primer and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And we're getting ready to talk to the Baylor golf coach, Mike McGraw. And um, 
Aaron, I'm sending you this just to make sure. Oh, good. Good. All right. I knew he would be. Mike McGraw, Baylor golf coach. Mike, welcome to the program. And I purposely, when I was bringing you on, did not want to give any scores because of what I thought you might be doing. You know, you had a big meeting today and you were a part of some things. So you have not been watching the action. So I will, if you need me to, I will avoid talk discussing like who the leaders are of the U.S. Open. Well, a bunch of people uh, failed to, to play by that rule, so I already know the score. <laughs> I got about 20 text messages, so I know all about it. Well, because, partly because you coach this guy, and you and I have talked about him before, and one of the leaders of the uh, tournament, Ricky Fowler, who um, came on like a house of fire early in his PGA, has been great on Ryder Cup teams, and had faded a little bit in recent years, but has found it again recently uh goes out there and and coach has 10 birdies i mean that in a u.s open with these greens rolling like they are the rough everything that's part of a u.s open that's unheard of in fact it's never been done before and i i would say i mean even a golf historian like yourself and, and someone that knows ricky like you do that's still a, a pretty amazing feat to 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 put to post that in that first round of the U.S. Open. Well, yes, I agree completely. You know, it's funny, and not on U.S. Open golf courses, but when I was recruiting him, he shot 10 rounds between 62 and 64 in high school golf in the state of California in three years. So he wasn't afraid to shoot low. Now, he had never done it on a U.S. Open golf course, but he's played well in U.S. Opens before. He's played well in Open Championships. He's played well in the Masters. He's, you know, he's had a good history of playing well in majors. Just never won one, and it's a long way away from the victory, you know, stand this week. But it's a great start, and I'm really happy for him. And yeah, really happy for him. Golly, so he was going that low at these high school tournaments. Everybody wanted him. Obviously, what was the? Who are you up against? When y'all were trying to land Ricky, like who were who just, was that, who out there in California? Everybody. You, you just said it, everybody. But <laughs> but in, in, truly, he was just going to go to UCLA, USC, or Oklahoma State, and that that was it. So he wasn't going anywhere else. And he originally committed to UCLA first, and. Um, I wrote him a nice letter and said, thank you very much. Have a great career. You're going to be fantastic. And he kind of thought his decision over a little bit and called me the day after we won the national championship and said, I've opened up my recruiting again. I saw everything he did that summer. I mean, everything. And, um, and he committed to me at the U S amateur, uh, with a photograph of, um, uh, OSU head cover on it. So it was a long, long, arduous process getting him there. But um, I don't know. Maybe charm got him there to Stillwater. Maybe it was just pure charm. <laughs> the McGraw <laughs> charm. Not. The McGraw charm took over. I, I, I don't doubt it. I would say it was you just being the genuine guy that you are, and he probably 
uh, really appreciated that. And to this day, the man loves orange. He loves orange, always has, and I think that has a lot to do with Oklahoma State. How long did he stay uh, in Stillwater? Refresh me on that one. Two years. Um, okay. He was the first team All-American both years, college player of the year one year, and uh, we finished fourth and third in the national championship. And or No, that's not right fourth and fifth in the national championship. So he didn't get what his original goal was, was to help help us win a national championship, but he did all he could. Uh, he played fantastic. And, yeah, two years, it was um, didn't feel like enough time, but he gave us everything he had every day. And what was, Now, what do you think, Mike McGraw joining us, uh, Baylor golf coach, of this Los Angeles country club? You know, for so many years, we always kind of talked about Riviera, Anytime we bring up Los Angeles, but I mean, this is an interesting looking place. Good visuals. Uh, I was looking at 11 today from behind 11. That's a really interesting look. What do you know? You've recruited that area for many, many years. What did you know about Los Angeles Country Club? And 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 how do you think this is is going to live up to? you know, being uh, the, the U.S. Open status. I mean, we in our mind, we know where a U.S. Open should take place. I can't say that I always think of Los Angeles Country Club, quite honestly, when I think U.S. Open. Uh, well, I would say we think we know what a U.S. Open, but they've gone to a lot of unusual venues the last 15 years, so mm-hmm. not t- non-traditional venues. But I think Los Angeles Country Club is a very good golf course. I think it'll hold up. The golf course will only get firmer and faster unless they get a bunch of rain or something. So, you know, it'll it'll probably it'll probably uh, hold its own. But I've never been on property, so I've never seen seen the property except on television. So I, I can't give you a lot of expertise there. But you'll watch it, and uh, and you know people that are playing it. And uh, Hovland had a holdout from the. Uh, of course, I'm now telling you everything that you might see later, but you've probably already been told this too. Um, he uh, he eagled today, and uh, boy, he seems to be in a great place. Although he finishes it like I think it was maybe one under, and his face told the story. You know how happy and 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 just a great guy he is. I was watching him finish today, and there was just a look on his face. That was kind of like it was not the Victor Hovland I'm used to. And he wasn't mad or angry or anything, but it was just kind of like he'd been through it. You know, some of these guys, that just seem always unflappable. But the look on Hovland's face was kind of like, whoa, whoa, that, I've, I've been through the ringer today. Well, if you've watched very many U.S. Opens through the years, it doesn't matter who you are, that rough and those firm, fast greens, Eventually, you're, you're going to have a frown on your face at some point. It's just, it's a test. It always has been, almost always will be. Ricky's round today, pretty much an anomaly. It's crazy to shoot that low and have 10 birdies. Just silly, honestly. But but uh, the golf courses at U.S. Opens generally have a way of making you um, kind of question. what. If they play the U.S. Open venue every week on the PGA Tour, we either wouldn't watch it on television because, well, it would be kind of like watching a car accident, so maybe we would watch it. But... Um, uh, they would quit the game. The tour players wouldn't play if they had to play hard golf courses every week. I wish we could see Tiger on this course. I mean, that's just a part of the country. 
that he loves and and I just feel like would flourish in. And uh, for some reason, I think of him a lot, even more than I usually do in this major because of where they are. Uh, and, yeah. and I, you know, I, there's just something about that. Now, Xander also shot a 62, and I thought that was interesting. He said after the round that playing with, you know, seeing Ricky, I mean, that, I think that, was, that, that helped him in a sense that it was kind of like, I got to respond to him. I mean, he was watching the score, seeing all that, and I think that's interesting because golf is such an individual sport, but occasionally you are spurred on by who you're playing around or near or seeing scores on a course. And Xander admitted, you know, hey, this guy's going low. I've got to keep up with him. Yeah, and, and he's a California boy just like Ricky. So they played a lot of junior golf, the same tournaments, the same venues, the same kind of grasses. Uh, so he he understood that. But I love it when somebody uh, spurs on another player to play a great round of golf. I think it's fantastic. And I think, you know, a lot of uh, scoring records, a lot of time records in, in, in track and field are, are broken because somebody sees that it's possible. If he can do it, I can do it too. So uh, I think it's pretty cool that, that uh, they played the way they did today. I think it's fantastic for golf. Did you, isn't that interesting that Bryson's also a California guy? Isn't that right? And so yep, you have, yeah. and he's he's tied there with. Um, that's amazing how many guys are tied for third. With is Scheffler being one of them at three under, and then fourteen players tied for tenth as we speak. Um, I mean, it's going to be fun to see how this plays out for your money, you know, from a major standpoint, is this your favorite? Uh, I assume, I think you and I've talked about this before. How many times have you tried to qualify for the U S open? I tried nine times. I made it through the local qualifying three times and I never played in a U.S. open. So <laughs> I, it would have been my favorite had I played in it, but I never did. Actually, I enjoy watching the masters because you can compare it year to year. You've got historical visuals and, and memories of seeing the things happen. The U.S. Open's a pretty amazing event because um, more often than not, you get a great champion out of the U.S. Open. You really do. It's, it's a test of everything you are as a golfer and as a human being, and it, it tests everything you do. So it, it's a neat major. I, I do like watching it. Which college player has the best chance of of uh, of doing really well in this U.S. Open, and I, and I include the guys like Sam, and even the guy from Wake. Maybe some of the guys that that just turned pro. Let's include them. Which of those guys? And there's that guy uh, Thorn that I kind of like. How do you Thor, say his name? Uh, Thor Bjornsson. Uh, yeah. You know, if if he was um, if he stays within his emotional self, if he does a good job of that. He would probably play very well. I haven't seen his score today, but he's got the game to do it. I can tell you that. He's a, a man among boys a lot of times. He looks like a tour player. But uh, sometimes he gets a little emotional, but, you know, hopefully he can he can do well. What did he shoot today? Did they have a score for him? I, I don't have it in front of me. No, I was just kind of curious because – and there's somebody that has a similar name to him. There's Thor – there's him, and there's a Michael, you know, that that's actually been out on tour, I think, for a little bit. But – uh those are fascinating to me. And then today, the guy who was playing well early was a guy you've probably run into, uh, Brennan from Wake yeah, Forest. Brennan. 
from Wake yeah. Forest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he yeah, was he, playing uh, he really well. Tournament. He won a college tournament at Colonial a couple of years ago where he shot nothing. He was so many under par. It was fantastic. And um, he's obviously a great player. And, and, and he, I don't know if you saw the, the up and down he had on the last hole of the 36-hole qualifying to get into the U.S. Open. It was absolutely unbelievable, unthinkable. It was so good. Did any of your Baylor players – try to qualify i'm even including some of your players from the past like i i would imagine at some point you know uh cooper has tried cooper dossie has tried to go out there and qualify who has uh over since you've been at baylor who's come the closest to qualifying and who have i'm trying to think if anybody's actually broken through yeah kyle jones played in 2015 at chambers bay missed the cut but he played there um don't think we've had anybody actually get into the Open since then other than Jimmy Walker, but Jimmy didn't play for me. So um, Cooper Dossie was the first alternate this year out of his uh, sectional qualifying, so he almost got in pretty close. Um, you know, I don't know. It's 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 funny. Uh, I always say the term good golf travel. So if you play well on a – I remember when Ricky Fowler and, and Kevin Tway were freshmen playing for me at Oklahoma State. They left the national championship, went straight to the – sectional qualifying in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, Kevin won the qualifying, and Ricky got in a playoff, and he and Rocco Mediate got out of the playoff and went to Torrey Pines, and and uh, obviously the rest is history. Rocco lost a playoff to Tiger. Ricky made the cut, but Kevin did not. So we had two freshmen actually make it to the U.S. Open like four days after the U.S. or after the NCAA. Yeah, do you... It's interesting to see how they set these things up. Sometimes the rough can be worse. I don't I've seen it worse than this. The greens, yeah. they try to get them rolling at about a what a 13 or a 14. So they kind of hope these things kind of dry out and everything. Do you ever think the USGA is almost too punishing in in the way they go about it or do you like you know, how aggressive they are in, in trying to, to make it the challenge that it is. Well, the old saying was uh, the players were griping, and the director of the USGA said, we're not trying to embarrass the best players in the world. We're trying to identify them. And whether that's true or not, I don't know. But uh, 1974, Wingfoot, it just embarrassed everybody. I mean, seven over par won the U.S. Open. Uh, 1963 at Brookline, I think, a playoff, it, it was pretty high. The score was very high. But but the, the uh, U.S. Open traditionally has had a lot of rough, firm, fast greens. And if you just don't have your game right with you that week, you're going to look, you're going to get embarrassed and you're going to look pretty silly. Um, but I actually like it. I, I think it's had some great stories through the years. And a guy that learns to manage his emotions, when you miss a fairway and you have to just chop out a sandwich, you forget. I can chop the sandwich out there at 110 yards and still hit a wedge inside of 10 feet and make my par. It's when they get greedy and try to, to do things that are, you know, kind of crazy out of the rough that you um, that you have a guy that shoots a really high number. So, Were you shocked by this uh, live PGA merger as much as a lot of people were, or did you kind of see something like that happening? What do you uh, – what has been your what was your initial thought when you uh when you saw that news which kind of rocked 
not only the golf world, but all the sports world? Well, it surprised me greatly, but honestly, not one single PGA Tour player knew it. I mean, every one of them will tell you it was the best-kept secret anywhere. They had no idea it was coming. And so that was the shocking part of it. The players themselves had no say, and they just – and I I don't think we've seen the complete fallout. I don't even think we really know what it's going to look like right now. So I'm going to reserve comment and or judgment on what I think will happen. I I never thought it would be great to have the Saudi Arabian prince or whomever, you know, that controls that fund over there – uh, running professional golf. I, I didn't think that was probably great for the game, but I may be wrong. Who knows? Um, I did never criticize a player who went over, though. You have no idea. Matt, if they paid you $100 million to go over and do the commentary at all the events on the Live Tour, do you think you'd be there? I did get the offer. I chose to okay. stay with you in ESPN. No, I, I think I might have <laughs> jumped jumped over there. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say what any of us would do unless we were in their shoes. So, yeah, yeah, it's just tough to see Rory fight it out and and defend the tour and and kind of go side by side with the uh, commissioner Jay Monahan, and then, like you said, get completely undercut by all of it and find out maybe like an hour or two before the the big announcement came out. And uh, you know, he stepped up and became kind of the face of the thing. And I think he feels some level of uh, of betrayal. Now, what about your team? What did you learn about your team? We hadn't really talked since the NCAA championships. I was really excited to see y'all. You just didn't it didn't go like you had hoped. Um, obviously, y'all are very capable of playing a lot better than that. Kiefer got it rolling and got in his individual. He had that great day where he shot I forgot like maybe a sixty nine or something like that or a sixty eight. Um, what did you, what, you know, going into next year now, having seen that, what did it, what did it teach you about your team and what's the biggest thing that you feel like your team and your players kind of have to do heading into next year? Well, for one thing, they got back to the national championship was definitely a goal of theirs. I don't, not sure we were completely ready for the moment, but that's okay. We've got all nine guys coming back, including the five that were at Scottsdale so we have everybody coming back. We have two new freshmen coming in. If the guys do their job this summer, we'll be a way better team. And the next time we're in that position, they're going to play a lot better. So I'm not concerned. wasn't shocked. I was disappointed, but so were the guys. They were really disappointed. They didn't put up a better performance at Nationals. But there were a lot of teams, including Oklahoma State, only the second time in 80 years that they had missed the National – or 75 years they would missed the National Championship. So, you know – it can happen to the best program in the country, and we're just proud that we're there. But next year, hopefully, we'll put up a better fight. All right. And what about those uh, 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 two new uh, Mike McGraw joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas, Baylor golf coach? The two new freshmen. What should we expect from those players? I, these these players don't arrive these days with hat in hand. Like, hey, I'm just going to hang out here and work on my game, and hopefully I'll break in in a couple of years. That's generally not how it goes. What uh, what should we expect from these guys? Well, one of them I can speak about because he's already signed a letter of intent. The other actually hasn't signed his letter. He was a little later to the table. So he'll, he'll be signing that in the next week or so. I won't, I won't talk about him. He's a nice player, though, very nice player and a great kid. Uh, the one I can talk about is Davis Ovard. He is from Frisco, Texas. And he just finished runner-up 
lost in the playoff in the junior Byron Nelson last week, lost to Preston Stout, the number one ranked player in the country who's going to Oklahoma State this fall. So he played beautifully, played really good golf, 14 under for three rounds. Um, kind of a tall, thin kid, uh, has a really good action, great competitor. He, he's just, that's probably his best quality is he's just a competitor. So we'll see how he does. I know he doesn't want to take a back seat. So, and I know I've always said this, the golf ball doesn't know how old you are. You may be a freshman, but it just goes <laughs> where you tell it to go. So if, if he comes in here with a belief that he could make it, there's every chance in the world he can make it, no doubt. All right. Well, that's exciting. I, they, my, my daughter's friends told me about Preston. They play against him. The Lake Highlands kids play against Pierce and Richardson Pierce, and they, they really like him. They say he's a great kid, so that's good Good for Oklahoma State. But I'll focus on Ovard. Uh, that's kind of exciting. I'm going to now go get online and kind of look up some of his scores. And I'll continue to send you scores, and you can continue to ignore me when you need to. But I, you know me, I like to scout it out, see who's out there, and then report back to you. I like that. I mean, you're you're doing your job, and if I'm doing my job, we'll we'll meet we'll meet on this show again. <laughs> we can only hope. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of the open. Go watch it. It's going to be some prime time tonight on NBC uh, because of the West Coast nature of this. So that'll be fun watching some major golf late into the evening. Uh, Mike, great to visit with you. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Matt. Appreciate it. Thanks. You bet. There he goes. Baylor head golf coach, great friend for several years now, and uh, love those golf programs. You know, Greg Priest, before Mike, was a great friend for many years, dating to the time we were kids, and and, uh, and then Mike McGraw came on, and he's been a great uh, coach and mentor for a lot of people at Baylor. All right, uh, we got uh, the dismount coming up next. SPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Cars priced right both day and night. Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for you, red, white, and blue. Average your car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas. Count on us, a dealer to trust. Average your car in Waco, Texas. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. 
At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Quicker games. More action. Baseball looks different in 2023. So do the Texas Rangers. Summer is fun again in Arlington. Make your plans to catch a game or two this season at Globe Life Field. More teams than ever are coming to face the Rangers. Great matchups, lively crowds, and climate-controlled comfort await you at the ballpark, along with fun giveaways and City Connect Fridays. Grab your tickets at rangers.com. It's time now for, it's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Audie's Matt Mosley. Some good conversations in the five. Aaron, you kind of like that when we go back-to-back with, like, really good guests? I mean, I we generally kind of like we put a really good guest at 420. We might put a really good guest at five. And then we kind of we talk amongst ourselves until the rest of the show. To, lately, we've been kind of doing some major interviews in the five o'clock hour. Aaron, I mean, I don't know. Maybe something we want to think about. I kind of... I kind of like it. I mean, Aaron, do we want to mess with perfection? <laughs> no, it worked out well. <laughs> Mike's a great, he's just a good dude. Uh, and uh, how about that, though? I, I That Davis Ovard, I had heard his name, and recently somebody told me about some kid from Frisco who was really good. And quite honestly, I didn't quite know that that was the Baylor kid. I just heard about a, a young man, and... Uh, I keep trying to sell Mike on this kid from Lake Highlands, uh, and he's a good golfer. He may play somewhere. I don't know if it'll be a Baylor, but uh, he's a really good golfer. But that guy from Pierce, who he mentioned there, is going to Oklahoma State, is like, I mean, I don't want to say speed level, but like whatever's whatever's like right behind speed level. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jordan was amazing even as a 15, 16-year-old guy. This guy's that. Again, I don't want to start saying he's going to win all these majors or something, but he may be the best local or the best Metroplex kid since Spieth. Well, and of course, obviously, uh, Scheffler. But, uh, yeah, pretty amazing. All right, Aaron, people calling me right now. Don't they know we do a radio show? Okay, <laughs> it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton doing a great job, as always. U.S. Open on tap. More coming tomorrow. Some Baylor basketball guests. It'll be a lot of fun. We will visit with you at 4 o'clock tomorrow. Everybody have a great night. It's time now for today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. 